So many of us knew this day would come. That is the day when the Fed decided to hike interest rates while still printing money. And as we see over here on Zero Hedge, Fed hikes rates 25 basis points, maintains QT or quantitative tightening are moving hawkish guidance. And what's really crazy about this is maintains quantitative tightening. So that means that they're selling off bonds. However, this past week, we've seen just a record amount of, uh, or near record amount of bond purchased by the Federal Reserve. It Actually, it was in the amount of $300 billion. So we're taking a look at the graph over here. And if we just zoom in on this, so let me just expand it. We'll see here that it ended um, the week of March 8th at $8.3 trillion. And now we're at $8.6 trillion. And now if we're going to zoom out, uh, let's go back out to the beginning days of the pandemic. So let's go back to uh, let's go back to 2020. So where, where are we at? So March of 2020. So March 4, 2020, the Fed balance sheet was $4.2 trillion. One week later was, there we go, $4.3 trillion. And then this is where things really start picking up, $4.3 trillion to $4.6 trillion. And so we're talking the first week of the pandemic was the exact same amount, pretty much the same amount, $300 billion increase as we're seeing right now. Now, another thing that is going on currently is uh, you also have something called the discount window. So during the uh, during the uh, uh, pretty much the absolute craziest part of the housing uh, debacle that happened in 2008, I believe it was $110 billion that was, let's, let's find the article right over here. Uh, scrolling down here, yeah. So $110 billion was the record going back to October 2008. Well, this just a couple, this last week, the week ending March 15th, 2023, the Fed lent out $152 billion at its discount window. Now, just kind of backing up what the discount window is. So that is the window where the banks themselves can go to the Federal Reserve to borrow money at the best interest rate possible. And so if you go back to 2019, September 2019, in my estimation, when everything was breaking down, that was really the entire uh, you know, reason they decided to roll out with this pandemic was they needed to cover up what was going on in the banking system in September 2019. And you had at the time banks, because if I back up, if you go and you borrow money directly from the discount window, there's a stigma associated with it, sort of like getting that scarlet letter. So none of the banks want to have that stigma associated with it. And so what was going on is at the time, one of the banks decided that they would borrow money from another bank, which worked out to about 9% annualized interest. So this is a bank just making an overnight loan when they could have gone to the Fed, I think at 1.25% at the time. And now uh, they decided that rather than borrow money from the Fed at an annualized rate of 1.25%, they would rather borrow from another bank at 9 than obfuscate the fact that they're in trouble. So then what happened is uh, the Fed said, hey, you know, anyone can basically come and borrow money, and we're not going to disclose who is borrowing the money for two years. Uh, and then, you know, by the time the two years rolls up, we're on to the next crisis and the next thing, and they've got us, you know, chasing something else. And so no one ever goes back to, you know, look at the bad actors from two years ago. But what the Fed is doing now is really just exacerbating the entire problem. So a lot of what went down at SVB and these other banks is they're holding on to bonds. A lot of times it was government bonds or mortgage-backed bonds. Now the bonds have lost value because as rates go up, underlying values of bonds have gone down. This is something I've talked about dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times over the past 10 years. And now that the value of those bonds have gone down and you've seen some of their bigger uh, – you know, especially in the case of SVB, there were some Israeli banks that wanted to take money out. Then Peter Thiel uh, told all of his founder funds to take money out. And so they had to raise money. And so they sold off bonds. These bonds were at a massive loss, almost $2 billion. This was cherry picking those bonds, too, to only get a $2 billion loss. And uh, 
and basically that was what led to the run in the bank. But a big reason why there was also a run in the bank is because the treasuries were paying 5% at the time. Now they're paying between 4 and 5%. Bank accounts are paying, you know, 1%. So, you know, why are you going to keep money, especially if you have hundreds of millions of dollars in a bank paying 1% that at the time wasn't insured when you can go out and get four or five times as much interest? And, and when you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, uh, you know, the difference between, you know, 0% 1% versus 5% is you know we're talking a whole lot of money so it's pretty much unconscionable what they did today by raising rates because everything they did today was just exacerbating the exact situation that got them into this problem uh i mean right now let's just go take a look at it but the four and five sorry the uh one month treasury right now is paying 4.09 get a three month for 4.79 six month almost five percent 4.91 percent currently and so you'd have to be pretty crazy to put your money in the bank when you could put it in a one-month treasury bill. And this is something that we've talked about on here before everything was collapsing down. We had a video on treasury initiates extraordinary measures. And in that video, I said how you'd be crazy to keep your money at the bank when you could be keeping it in treasuries, getting paid more money. Uh, you know, In this exact situation that is currently unfolding, where we're seeing the Fed have to print money while at the same point raising rates was one of the things that I thought would be just another step, just another move down the road of having our currency get completely destroyed. And so what we're going to do now is play this a little clip from what was a client webinar in January of 2022 that then became a podcast. Now, very few of my uh, bi-weekly client webinars have made it into a podcast because I like to keep that for my own clients that are paying me money for my analysis and getting the best work. But here we're just going to play a little bit of the clip from about, what is this, 14 months ago. So let's just go ahead and roll this for just for bonds and especially long-term bonds. However, once the market starts tanking, I believe the Fed will have to reverse course. And at the bare minimum, they'll have to keep interest rates steady at 2.25% as inflation, in my estimation, will hit double digits, then potentially the high teens. And at that point, I suspect most bondholders would be completely wiped out. There's this concept known as interest rate risk. I'm not going to get fully into it today. Basically, if somebody has a 30-year bond and rates go up 2%, then the principal would go down 60%. And now they would still get their you know piddly amount of interest in 30 years from now, once all the horses have left the barn, they'll get their money back. And you know, in case there's you know CFAs that are out there listening, technically it's a 30-year duration bond, not a 30-year bond that we a few months ago. So this prognostication with the Federal Reserve, uh, my prognostication is that they will not tame inflation. They will not hit their 2% target. They way overshot their 2% target. They're over 300% of their 200% target, and they're still printing money. They're going to stop that program in March. And I don't think they're even going to get to six rate hikes. And even if they do get to six rate hikes, it won't be enough. And once they need to start printing money in the face of an inflationary recession, that might be the final straw that breaks the camel's back and causes the U.S. to lose reserve status once and for all. At this point, there will be a central bank digital currency or CBDC, where holders of government bonds and cash that were wiped out will be made somewhat whole if they accept the mark, and they will. Once it is abundantly clear that the Fed has lost control of rates and inflation, and once the average person realizes CBDC is not something you smoke to get you high and that they are going to be forced to use the Fed's digital dollar, I think this will be the biggest paradigm shift in monetary history, and the case for Bitcoin going par parabolic will be very strong. I think gold and silver will follow and are important to have in the event of a grid down event. But I do think. All right. So, I mean, there were some pretty interesting things that I pontificated on back then. And one of them was that 
that the banks would be able to turn in their bonds that lost money and get full value. Well, what is this whole BTFP program? The banks get to turn in their bonds that lost value, except for directly turning them in. They get to loan them back to the Federal Reserve or this BTFP program and get the, you know, let's say they had a million dollar bond, it's worth 900,000. They get to give them the $900,000 bond and they get a million dollars back as a loan and they get to keep redoing this until basically that loan matures. This is, I was predicting what the solution would be to their problem before they even knew that there was even a problem. So the next step in this is to use one of these crises to initiate the central bank digital currency as people plead for help. Now, remember, James Warburg, had a, who is the one who's credited with founding the Federal Reserve, said we shall have one world government. It's only a matter of consent or conquest, and they want your consent. They want you to beg for this. They want you to clamor for help, and this is going to be the help after they already – I mean, what is it, the famous economist that said uh, – I don't know if it was Henry, Has, Has, Henry Hazlitt or Henry Brown. One of those two said the government is someone that comes in, they break your leg, and they give you a wheelchair. Well, this is what they're doing. They're the ones who caused this by the Fed raising rates this much, this recklessly. And, I mean, the rates should have been – first off, there shouldn't even be a Fed. Second off, the, it should have been getting gradually you know, risen all the way going back to, like, 2010. And just to wait until you've overshot things this much is just absolutely – uh, you know, it's absolutely idiotic unless the plan is to collapse things into a central bank digital currency. So that's the part of the pontification that hasn't happened yet, but that is absolutely what's coming. So now, this was always the end game for this to collapse. It's the money is based on debt to begin with, so it's always going to have a finite ending to this. World reserve currencies do not last forever, and this is always going to happen. And so they knew this was going to happen, and at this point, they're just wanting to use this problem reaction solution to get us into a system of complete control. And that system of complete control is the central bank digital currency. And when you're at the point when you're, uh, you know, having the Fed's discount window borrowing, you know, reach, you know, greater than 2008 levels, greater than the pandemic levels, when you're having the uh, balance sheet explode, and on one hand, they're letting assets run off, so they're saying they're quantitative tightening, while at the same time having record amounts of you know, basically cash infusion into the system as well. It just shows that we're in this banana republic where everything is going awry. So you know, one thing that you guys can do, because ultimately, you know, if they have their whole entire technocracy and their whole pandemic and their whole entire agenda goes through, you know, our money is not going to be worth anything anyways. And you do have people that say, like just recently, uh, you know, it just came out, from Janet Yellen that said that, uh, actually, let's just back, basically that the Treasury will do whatever it takes to ensure savings remain safe. And guess what? I actually believe them. I actually think that they, your savings will remain safe. It's just that your savings aren't going to buy you anything anymore. Okay, great. You have $50,000 in the bank account. They're willing to give it to you back in some sort of scheme, except by then your 50000 is only worth $10,000. So I do believe that they are telling the truth. And now another, uh, you know, I guess funny thing that came out from what Paul was talking about is that Paul said that they are, you know, anyone that thinks that they are going to be, uh, you know, cutting rates this time is, you know, basically has it wrong. And then, you know, from earlier today, here we go. The market is getting it wrong if it expects rate cuts later this year, said Federal Reserve Jerome Powell. And then what did Elon Musk now? I don't necessarily think he's a good guy in all this, but, you know, I think it is funny mentioning this, that the U.S. Central Bank needs to drop raised by at least 50 basis points. This was, you know, today. Uh, and so they didn't drop them 50. They actually rose them uh, 25 and then actually then said that they will not be having any rate cuts for the rest of the year. So, you know, although I'm not the world's biggest uh, Elon Musk fan, you know, I think he does have a right on that one. 
And then uh, you have another Yahoo Finance article. New Fed bank backstop has scoped to inject as much as $2 trillion. So make no bones about this. This BTFP program is, you know, is a stealth quantitative easing program, is basically stealth money printing. And if you go back to the January uh uh, 2022 video that I had come out saying that the Fed can't taper a Ponzi scheme, it basically predicted what was go now known as the BTFP program uh, way ahead of time. So this is the type of news you get here from myself and Josh over World Turn of Media. You get tomorrow's news today, always on top of things, especially when it comes to everything going on with the economy. Now, one more thing I would like to plug is learntherisk.org has all the information you need, along with pamphlets and flyers and business cards uh, that you can leave everywhere you go. So learntherisk.org was started by Brandy Vaughn. Brandy, uh, in my opinion, was probably more likely poison after being the big, famous uh, Merkel whistleblower. And right now, her organization is, you know, really struggling and holding on by a thread. So if you can do whatever you can do to support them, because it's not only supporting them, it's supporting getting the information out. And at this point of the game, everybody should be doing as much as they can to get information out. So it's time for everyone to be a leader. Uh, you know, everyone has the ability to go leave a little card, you know, after they go and, uh, you know, eat, eat a meal. Everyone can go and put them into a, you know, a gas slot, you know, the credit card thing, a little business card thing that has information about uh, vaccines on there and then has a link where they can go get more information. So, you know, if you don't necessarily have the guts to do that, then maybe, you know, give them five, 10 bucks and head over there. So if you like this information, one thing you want to do to help support getting this information out would be to go to learntherisk.org. Uh, and then also, if you want to check out the bit.ly link down below, I am offering consultations with myself for anyone that has half a million dollars or above. And then for anyone that has below that, you can get with someone from our team to uh, basically help put you on the right path. So we want to make sure that people do have a seat when the music stops because we're getting very long in the tooth right now. And when they're going to absolutely just drop the hammer, stop the music and get onto the next stage of their great reset. I thought the next stage was going to be when they admit that they're printing money while at the same point hiking rates. And this is exactly what they're decided to do today. Not that it's that shocking because they always do the worst. You know, if there's three moves to make, of course, they're going to make the worst one possible. But anyways, tip it show at the Liberty Advisor with World Alternative Media. And, you know, as more things break down and things get crazier and crazier, we'll have more information, more videos coming your way. And make sure uh, that you, you know, just basically keep uh, following us. So that way you will be two steps ahead of everything that's going on. Thank you guys so much. Take care.